Welcome to this podcast from Riverside Church Whitstable. We hope you find it helpful and encouraging. If you would like to find out more information about us, why not check out our website at riversideuk.org, our Facebook page, or follow us on Twitter at Whit Riverside. So, I promised you an amazing testimony. So, Lloyd Trays, would you give him a big, huge welcome? So some of you may have heard Lloyd's testimony online during the pandemic. Does anyone hear that? Do you remember Lloyd? Some of you will have heard it. He's going to give a brief update, um, but it actually started because we wanted to hear Therese's amazing story. So you hold it to you when you speak here. Okay. Because you're first, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Going on? Oh, camera. Okay. We're going to move along as well. There we go. Camera. And camera. And if it's on. Testing, testing. Don't no. no. Hold on, we'll be on in a sec. So let me introduce. So Lloyd has been part of our church for a couple of years now because we've lost so much time in the pandemic. He came just before and was working his way in, and then really God did a massive number on you, didn't he? And um, really yeah. just grabbed your attention. So do you just want to do a brief of how God really called you back or in? Well, it's quite amazing my story because. Uh... I grew, I, I'll go right at the beginning when I became a Christian. 15, Christian Mountain Centre that still exists in Traumatic in North Wales. And uh, a great touch from, from God and also the encouragement of a great teacher who was a committed Christian and still is and runs uh, on trusteeships and things in Europe for helping children across Europe. So a marvellous man. From there, I ended up in a Pentecostal church, an Ealing church. And I had happy times there, but actually, I'm very outgoing, but I found it getting in the way. I, I've moved now to the age of 30-odd uh, at that Elim, e- and uh, it just didn't feel right. And uh, I needed God to talk to me, so I, I've ended up basically a Quaker, uh, a society of friends. And uh, as Quakers, we think about having a concern, and we ask God to lay it upon us. And I couldn't find a concern two years ago. And it, it came to me that I should look elsewhere. And what I said to God was, I don't want any of that evangelical, charismatic, <laughs> I don't want any of that nonsense. No, just, just leave it. That's not for me, God, because I'm, you know, I need to just converse with you. And I never realised that this was a, a vineyard church. I came here, second church I visited, and... Uh, from the moment I got here, I thought there's something here. And I thought, no, no, this is ooh, no, no, too much for me. <laughs> so then I went, OK, I'll give it a go. And I sneaked in and sneaked out for quite a few months. I avoided the people at the door. <laughs> and, and, and I had some coffee. coffee. But no one said anything to me. But on the day I decided that this was the place for me, God threw me to my knees hands in the air, which wasn't me, and it hasn't happened since, but on my knees, and the Holy Spirit fell upon me, and my life was transformed in that moment. And uh, there was that something... Was just before pandemic, yeah, wasn't it? And it's something I didn't say at, uh, in my testimony, because God didn't want me to. I don't know why. Subconsciously, it just didn't come to me. But at the moment I did that, found out it was a vineyard church, also... I 
was was uh, found out in quite a strange way. So if you haven't heard my testimony, come and speak to me. It's a, it's it's another story in itself. But I found out I had prostate cancer. Okay, well, we're going to hand over to Therese. So this is lovely Therese, Lloyd's wife, who didn't come to start with. Lloyd just came. In fact, Lloyd actually came to the cafe first and had lots of lovely conversations with our team, didn't you? And really built up the relationship, which is why it's so important, our, our cafe, because it just really builds that friendship up sometimes before people even come to the church. But anyway, Therese, you just let Lloyd come and you weren't coming away. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and what God's done? Hold it right close. Microphones. Oh, right, yes. Oh, yes, these microphones work. <laughs> Magic. Um, just uh, a little bit about my history. Um, I didn't ever know what to do for a job. I just had no firm direction. And um, my dad had been a policeman and hated it. And I thought, oh, well, if he can do it, I might as well try. And um, I had uh, more than 20 years in the police force in London and um, never felt as if I really fitted. I did my absolute best, but in the 70s, I tell you, it was not an enlightened time as it's getting to be today. Um, and my stay on CID was uh, a low point, shall we say. <laughs> anyway, um, I was injured out, um, not particularly glamorously, it was during baton training. Um, I damaged the cartilage in my knee and um, they didn't really want me anymore. So um, I was cast, they call it, not very nice. But still, um, I, by that time, was um, with the lovely Lloyd. Um, I had two unsuccessful marriages that didn't make me happy. And in life, you need to be happy, don't you? And I, I found happiness with Lloyd. It's not been a smooth path for either of us, but we're there now. <laughs> Lloyd um, brought me to this church. I was hesitant. And uh, because I had not had happy experiences with organised religion in the past, I'd felt uh, judged, basically, judged. Um, and um, I'd felt very uncomfortable. And so I was hesitant to come here. And Lloyd brought me here. And I thought, my word, God is here. I'd looked for him all my life. And, and here he is all the time. <clears throat> and I came to the service and I loved it. I thought it was inspired. And um, I prayed and asked for uh, alleviation of Lloyd's symptoms and um, the, the Holy Spirit um, was such a powerful presence in front of me. I was um, scared and awed and realized that the journey ahead was going to be very sad but I felt strengthened and um, it's that was the strongest and most powerful experience I've ever, ever had. And it's, um, it's gone on, actually, in, in small ways. Um, yeah, come yeah. on. I was um, doing a puzzle at home, 
and um, it would it seemed that the word demon was one of the answers and I became afraid and I asked for help because I just couldn't write this word and I had the most warm feeling it was strengthening and wonderful and pure and I just completed that word and dismissed the puzzle and went on to do something else. I was emptying the dishwasher, another mundane task that we all have to do. And um, suddenly I found myself singing, singing a song of praise. I can't sing, <laughs> totally cheerless. And yet on this occasion, I could sing. And as soon as I became consciously aware of what was happening, I lost the song, but it was a gift and it was wonderful. Thank you. Um, no, that's really so. So obviously, you've really met God in a powerful way that's now turned religion into a relationship. Yes, yes. I, I said to my daughter, I said to my daughter, I am so happy because now I know it's real. Amen. Yeah. Amazing. And so, Lloyd. Um, in the last six months has had, you know, do you want to explain what yeah, happened basically, with Yeah, basically, uh, my prostate cancer, unfortunately, I got one of the rare aggressive ones. And uh, I won't bore you with all the in-between bits, but God was there. And the message is that hope is an anchor. Walk by faith. God is there. God is, can meet your needs. And... I, I, you know, at the lowest point was we were coming back from Cornwall in June in the car. At the moment, the oncologists, they do everything by phone if they, if they can. I've got an implant uh, that was going to give me five to seven years of life. Well, in June, in the car with a the family there, uh, bad news, you've got a year and a bit. It's in your bones. It's in my bones. It's in my pelvis. It's in my ribs, it's in the lymphs, it's, it's inoperable. And I'd already had 38, at that point, 38 radiotherapy treatments, which had a 20% chance of killing me and a 40% chance of curing me. I got the in-between option, as you can see. But uh, it was, but then to be told, all that had failed. Uh, and I, I didn't cry to the Lord, but I, I just left it to the Lord. I, I had a peace, and so did you. It's the Lord, the Holy Spirit has been amazing, and that's the message. Never give up hope. Walk by faith, because our Lord is so gracious. And this is a different testimony from last Thursday. I knew exactly what I was going to say, and I didn't know what I was going to say this morning, because Thursday we had a discussion... Friday, my oncologist appointment, telephone again. They've given me these tremendous drugs that only became available in June when I was diagnosed with this uh, very terminal one and a bit. And those drugs have been on for just over a month and I've responded apparently tremendously well. These, these drugs are nearly 100 pounds a day. I take them every day. So God bless the NHS. God bless the gift because I could be in another country, you know? So God bless them and God bless the physicians that the Lord gives us. But the good news is I've been told I've got five times that. 
I've got five years. I call that a miracle. Other people say, say it could be rationalised away. But God has been with me at every step. I had one day in a pit so deep that I didn't think I could get out of it. And yet the Lord lifted me up overnight. And besides that day, the Lord's been with us and the Holy Spirit has anointed us as a family. And all we can say to you is, you know, hallelujah. Our God is real. Our God is great. All things are possible. Thank you. Amen. Amazing. Please keep praying for Lord and Thank you, guys. Loitering together with my clocks, yeah. lovely. Um, 
And um, we came to Riverside in 2019. Um, I became a Christian in 1997. That journey in itself is a whole new story. Um, And then lockdown happened. So we were just getting our feet in and just feeling comfortable and then suddenly it all stopped. And I just felt we belonged here, but also I needed to know what, what, what is this God? Why have you brought us to this new place? And suddenly I'm just beginning to think, oh, I could perhaps do this or serve here or do that. Nothing to do with children work at all, because I'd done that previously for many years. And there was at a point where I said to God, I'll do anything, but not children's work. That is not, no, no. Um, Bad move. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Never say no to God. Um, and over the period of lockdown, um, he set me up in my garden shed with a bike on a turbo trainer thing, and he broke my heart. He absolutely broke it. Um, for children, and he reminded me of all the stuff I'd done with children's work, all the good things I'd seen where we'd seen them prophesy, we'd seen them pray, we'd seen them worship, we'd seen them set free, we'd seen them bring children and other friends to church, and, and all of this, this thing started to come back to my memory, and I'd forgotten so much of it. Um, and I thought, right, okay, he's obviously speaking to me about something. In the meantime, unbeknown to me, there were some people at Riverside who were like, well, we could really do with a children's worker. I know, let's pray for one. So there was some people here that were praying really hard um, for God to answer their prayers and send a child, someone to do the children's work. And God was stirring my heart to do children's work. So it goes to show that what you pray, God hears and acts upon it. And the rest is history. So the journey obviously led forth with conversations and things, and before I knew it, I'd signed on the dotted line, and here we are. Um, so what is Signed on the volunteer dotted line, just so <laughs> Yeah, volunteers dotted line. Um, yeah, so, um, and it's a, it's a privilege to have that calling um, to help and serve children. Um, so my heart um, is to see the children have that encounter with God and their own experience of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, he's not just for us, he is for the children as well. Um, And through him, um, the children can recognise who Jesus is, they can start on their journey of faith or continue their journey of faith, because some of them have probably started that already. Um, My heart is to see them worship him, absolutely worship him in spirit and in truth, not just waving tambourines and jingling bells. It's here, it's here where they worship him, it's from their heart. And I want to see that. I want to see the Holy Spirit break through into that area. Um, And to see them pray. My goodness, when you hear children pray and they get on their knees, there's no stopping them. We belittle it so often and think, oh, they can't do that, they can't do that. I have seen miracles happen when children have got on their knees and prayed. And I'm not just talking little prayers, I'm talking global prayers. Um, and national prayers and you can come and speak to me after for the testimony of that as well if you like and obviously once they pray they start to prophesy I've heard prophecies come from children that have been over the church and we've seen the captive set free it's been incredible Um, but again come and speak to me if you want to know more about that Um, and obviously we want them to make that commitment to become a disciple of Christ and to follow 
um, in, in that and to live their life for it. So can I have my first little doodle what's it up there? So we have like a little um, mission statement, I think is what we call it, um, which we had these little cards made. And would you like to bring me a little slide of these? Sorry. Um, these little cards made, which if you'd like one to prompt you to pray for the children, to carry on praying for them, that would be great. And um, they're to hand out to um, visitors. We've also had some fun things made for the welcome and to invite the children in to make it all fun and exciting for them. So um, the first part is uh, fun. So um, obviously we want church to be fun. We want it to be exciting. Um, we want them to come to church, to look forward to coming to church, to coming to meet you lot, um, because that is important. Their church family does involve all of you. Um, so there will be time where they will be spending time in services um, with us, worshipping and doing church things. We'll be having games, competitions, interactive prayer, craft, and all of these things will help them to develop their relationship and explore who Jesus is and to get them to that place. Next slide. The next part is faith. Okay, so faith is a massive subject. It covers a whole spectrum of goodness knows things, um, but we want them to grow in their faith. That would be amazing to see. It's a journey, so we don't expect them to like start here and then end up here on the scale. It is a journey, we're all on a journey. And if you're not journeying, you need to speak to someone because actually faith continues and continues and it, it moves forward. Um, so how they can do that is through worship. So as I say, I want them to learn how to worship from their heart. It doesn't mean that they come in and they're shaking their tambourines and just singing nice children's songs. It's from their heart. And if they come in and they're quiet, that's fine. If they're worshiping from their heart, that's all they need to do. Um, to express it outwardly would be great so that we know that they're doing that, but equally, it's part of their journey. Um, so um, they will have some songs that they will do which will have actions and no doubt that will filter into the worship when we do our all in together worship times, um, which we're so looking forward to. Um, so get ready to do some little actions um, because that will be coming. Um, obviously teaching as well is part of that. So they will be um, having lots of subjects to learn about. So it'll be anything from Bible stories all the way through to um, what is this and what is that? What is faith? How do you pray? What do you do when you worship? And how can you reach out to the lost? And all things like this. So the teaching covers a whole range of subjects, but we will break that down into little bits and probably do that termly. Um, we will try and somehow probably email to let you know what we're doing so you can pray about it specifically. Um, and um, yeah, so that's on to the teaching. And then obviously the pray, prayer. Um, which is my big passion. Um, and we will be doing something called Prayground every now and then, as well as praying on a Sunday morning. They will have a, an event called Prayground, which is um, a real get your hands dirty and your knees dirty and your head on the floor and battle. It's full on and it's great fun because we've got a double 
bed quilt cover that's got the map of the world on it that they can wrap themselves up and show God that they love the world. We've got parachutes, we've got inflatable globes that I thought were going to be this big and they're not, they're that big. So we'll have to kind of work with the logistics of that a little bit. Um, we've got shouting, we've got quiet times, we've got drawing and all sorts of other activities that will just help them to interact with prayer. Um, so one of the things that we um, thought about doing is a prayer pizza so they'll start by praying for the world and then that's the base of the pizza and then your tomato on the top will be praying for the church of the world and then you have pepperoni which will be the praying for the different church you get the idea it's all very kind of visual um and then so out of that obviously as i've explained the prophetic um so god loves to speak he loves to speak and I love it when he speaks to the children and they can draw pictures, they can bring them, write them down, they can share them, they'll receive pictures and words from him for themselves, for each other, for the group, for the church, for the world, for their classroom, for their teacher, all sorts of things. And it's just to encourage them um, to keep going forward with that. And obviously, a really important thing is church family, um, to integrate them through their faith into our church family. They're not just an add-on that goes out into that room on a Sunday morning. They're part of us. And it's really important that we keep them feeling like that. So ask them, what did you learn today? What did you talk about? What did you pray about? Has God answered any of your prayers? Did you have a picture? Don't be scared of children. They're amazing when you get to chat to them. And we want them to be integrated into their church um, and to get them to pray for people in the church. So if any of you have anything that you really want prayer for, let me know because I will take it into our prayer grounds and we will, we will battle for you. But we can't do any of that without the Holy Spirit. And it's him who comes and breaks through in children's ministry. It's what my desire is, is to see that happen. I want the generation of the children um, to move forward in a dynamic way that will impact their friends, their family, their school, um, that they will then be able to disciple others. Wouldn't that be amazing if we've got a bunch of teenagers that are like discipling teenagers or discipling little ones? or even adults coming and discipling a teenager, but then they come in and they cut across with a, what about this? I learned that in, that would be incredible. So yeah, so that will be on the Holy Spirit. Did I do the faith thing up there? Um, and then the next one, so the last one, um, is follow. Um, so ultimately, we want them to um, develop their relationship with God. Um, and to learn how to become a disciple of Jesus and to follow him, to live their life like him, um, to make disciples from generation to generation to generation so it keeps going. So as you can see, we can do the next one. We have group names for our little groups. So we have got, can anyone tell me what that is? Dragonflies. Yes, so we've got the little dragonflies which are the not to four year olds. Um, they will be overseen by Sophie, who's not here, is she? No. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so they'll be um, kind of looked after by her, and there's a little team that's looking after her. They will be doing similar activities to what the older group will be doing. We, that's a work in progress, but that will be, we want them to be all doing the same. Um, and then the next one is, which is that? Kingfisher. <laughs> yes, come on, Kingfisher. 
Kingfisher, yes, okay. Um, we've got to work on the adults as well. So they're five to elevens, um, year R to year six, um, and they will be the kind of activity group at the, at the start. You might be wondering, well, they're not very holy names, are they? <laughs> they're not very biblical. Well, no, they're not, because actually we are Riverside Church, and my heart was to bring 90 children that are not church-based into the church. And I thought, come on, God, how can we do this? And he said, well, make it inviting. We'll have names that are by the riverside. Ah, so that's why. So when we do have our 90 children come through the door that are not church-based and we need more groups, I'd be really grateful for some more names that are riverside animals or creatures or flowers or plants or whatever, because there's quite a few, but 90 children is a lot. Um, so, yeah. So thank you very much for listening. We want to be able to pray for Leanne and commission her because this is a massive role and she's doing it in her own time. Um, we just want to bless that and um, yeah, commission us. So Simon, why don't you just come up? You would like to stand if you're able. That would be lovely. Stretch out a hand if you want to. And Simon's going to pray um, and commission Leanne. Heavenly Father, we thank you for Leanne. We thank you for all that she brings. We thank you for her heart, the passion that she carries. And God, we thank you for this intersection between us and her and, and the vision that you're bringing forth. God, so we bless her today. As we lay hands upon her, God, we just release her into the fullness of this calling, God. God, give her all that she needs. God, multiply everything she puts her hand to, God. Bring people around her, God, who can add and, and develop and multiply, God, I pray. And Lord, the compelling vision in her heart, for I pray that would cascade into the heart of every child. Every child, God. And I pray for this 90 in her heart, God. I pray for those 90 children, God. That we don't yet know God. They may be near, they may be far away, God, but we call them in Jesus' name. We call them to you in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just pray for the, the creativity and the joy of your spirit, God, to flow through her, to flow through the team, to flow into the, the dragonflies and the kingfishers, God, to flow, God, just like that river. We bless her today. God, everything she gives away, God, would you give back to her a double measure? Press them and overflow. So Lord, we release her today, God, into the call you have in our life, Lord Jesus. And we say thank you for her, God. Bless her now. Bless her in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Fill her with your presence, Yeah, I just the Lord says, there's going to be no dam in this river. There's going to be no holding back. There's going to be no obstruction to all that he's going to do through you. For that next generation. Yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. You may have a word or an encouragement or a scripture. Just please catch up with me and give that to him. Yeah, just, uh, just encourage him in this next scene. Yeah, and get used to the names, dragonflies and kingfishers, let them be on your lips, be praying for them. We have a great team ready to go. If you're part of that team, then don't forget we've got a meeting on Thursday night um, to, to do some training. And uh, yeah, now obviously it's half ten, but God is in everything. God is in the practical and the spiritual and none of it is separated. So I do think it's important Martin comes and gives us an update. You will have to wait till next week, Simon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Martin, so if you'd like to take your
Thank you for listening. If you'd like to contact us about this talk, to hear more or to find out about Riverside Church Whitstable, then visit our website at riversideuk.org. Also, you can contact us through our Facebook page or tweet us at Whit Riverside.